When people told me that Monica was in a better place, that she didn't hurt, that she was using her singing talent to praise God, I knew all of that was true. But in the beginning, I didn't care because I was not in heaven. I was still here. Good for her, I thought. But what about me? I can't do this. The pain, the overwhelm, the physical effects and thoughts of going crazy are all you're going to see in the beginning. So to think that you're going to be fine, that you'll have joy again, well, that isn't tangible. Your head and your heart take you directly to, I can't do this. In this episode, we'll talk about what brings you to this place in your journey, and you'll learn the truth of what God says about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on the couch. If you wonder why I say that, it's because the couch is a place of safety and breakthrough. I've had some of my best cries and breakthroughs on other people's couches. Today, we're going to talk about another phrase people and I got stuck on. We've talked about how long will this last? We've talked about, I want my life back. And now we're going to hit on, I can't do this. You know, in the season that you are in, there may be things that once had meaning that now seem trivial. There may be things that you never thought about before that have taken on incredible meaning. From the last episode, we talked about your identity, and I want you to think about what has lost its meaning to you right now, because this is part of your identity as well. This is the time that things may be stripped away and new things are added to your life. I was working towards a second master's degree, this one in public health, and this was years ago before Monica got sick. I had two classes and my professional paper to finish to complete the degree. I went through six months of intense caregiving when Monica got sick and then she died. It felt like my world had been blown up. When you deal with actual life and death issues, who gives a crap about public health? I didn't. It seemed so superficial and meaningless. My professional paper had been approved and started, and it was on nutritional labels. I had a neat little plan of a video series to help educate people on how to properly read nutrition labels. I talked to my advisor, and I told her that I could not finish the degree, that I didn't care about health or nutrition labels. And obviously, she had gone through grief in her life because she very kindly asked me, 
what it was that I would care about. What would interest you right now to complete the degree? She said we could scrap the initial project and I could do something else. Grief was my quick answer. I don't understand why I'm such a mess. I don't know where to go, who to talk to, and what's even available. And even if I did, I don't know how to care enough to get help. Now this was a God moment because this was the beginning of my journey into grief support. I created a study on the implications of community grief support on public health. I researched what I was dealing with. I spoke to others who had experienced grief, interviewed professionals in end-of-life care, and community professionals like pastors and funeral home directors. It gave me purpose in the moment and an acknowledgement that I wasn't alone in what I was going through. Finishing those two classes was so hard, but I finished my degree and it was focused on grief. I never thought I could do it, but God and my caring advisor helped me. In his letter to the Philippians, the Apostle Paul wrote from prison, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that's Philippians 4.13. The Greek word for can do means to be strong, powerful, able, and to prevail over. In my life, I had never felt like a strong person, like the victor or a force to be reckoned with. So when I began my grief process, the I can't was another phrase that I quickly gravitated towards. Remember last time and in a previous episode, I said a few things over and over, like how long will this last? I want my life back and this one, I can't do this. Do you see a pattern? I knew this I can do all things verse and my friend even printed it out and put it in my workout shed. I looked at it a few times like I got on the treadmill and I tried to figure it out. I didn't feel it. I thought it pertained to most other Christians. But over time in asking God to make it real to me, I began to claim it. As I did, I no longer had to work hard to feel the verse. It became a part of who I was and who I was to be. The Greek words prevail over, they're easier for me to relate to because it says that God understands there is something to prevail over. He understands that it's not a stroll in the park, but then nothing in life really is. When Jesus was in the wilderness and Satan tempted him, do you remember what Jesus did? He quoted scripture, period. He didn't share how he felt about the situation or about the devil's temptations. This, my friend, is huge for you to start getting a hold of. When you try hard to figure things out, understand why, like I did, then you get stuck on the, I can't, and I don't understand, and you're not allowing God to move on your behalf. Before Monica died, there was a coworker I didn't really get along with. Okay, I really didn't like her. <laughs> I printed out the verse in Ephesians that says, let no unwholesome word come from your mouth on bright yellow paper. I laminated it and I put it on my bulletin board in the office. So every time she got on my nerves, I looked at the verse and tried so hard to do what the verse said, to feel the words I was saying. It didn't work ever. And I didn't understand why. 
So you can't power through and work hard to make the verses help you through because that's just you trying to work it out. On a good day, how easy is it to get along with a coworker or have patience in crazy traffic? But now you're dealing with grief, which makes it only a million times harder to power through and work hard. What if you could just be? Well, don't I say the opposite when I tell you that you have to do the work of healing because time doesn't heal all wounds? Isn't that contradictory? No. When I say the work of grief, I'm asking you to pray. Share your heart with God who created you and to read the Bible. That allows the seeds of faith to grow within you to take over your doubt. I'm asking you to rise a little bit, not to run a marathon, but to take a few steps for your mental and physical health. I share Bible verses every week for you to meditate on and songs to help you pray the things you don't even know how to pray. There are times that you just don't have the words that are big or deep enough to explain what's in your heart. And there are times that you don't want to pray for whatever reason. But giving you a song that you can sing along with will help shift your focus off of the pain to the one who gives purpose. When I was going through the beginning of my grief, I constantly set these arbitrary goals based on where I thought I should be in a week, in a month, or how I should be good to go after that first year. And I never measured up to any of them. So the failure of that added to, I want my life back. I can't do this and all the other negative thoughts. When I finally allowed God to have control, and this is called surrender, and when I finally spoke scripture over my circumstances, everything changed. You do not have to be there right now. And some of that depends on where you were in your relationship with God prior to the death of your loved one. My journey, it was all mixed up. God had always been a part of my life since I was in middle school but he was never my life. I think I had more faith in Monica's faith than I did in God. So I had to reflect on what I saw Monica do in her illness and in her relationship with God. She grew her faith, even when her physical body betrayed her. She praised God, even when she could hardly breathe. So going back to Paul and our verse of the week, in whatever circumstances you are in, whether you are abased or abounding, let God and his word do the fighting for you. You have a future, you have a purpose, and you have a breakthrough coming. Do you remember that old hymn, the I surrender all hymn? All to thee, blessed Savior, I surrender all. Your job right now is to begin surrendering all, to pray, to read, to rise and just be. This is a difficult season, but it's a building season. So have patience with yourself and with the process. And we'll talk more in detail about your purpose after loss in upcoming episodes. Your journey works or the work you need to do for your journey are these two things. Pick one and commit to doing it. Listen to the song of the week or the hymn, I Surrender All, and sing along. Now, this might bring on the ugly cry because 
there's sadness and fear and anger and gratitude. The whole nine of emotions will come out. And that's good and that's healing. And two, if you don't have a home church, then again, visit my church open door. Go to www.opendoorchurch.com and just click on media and then the message archives. You don't have to come to Eastern North Carolina to go to church with me. It's online and in the link below. I want to reiterate the verse of the week because it's so important that you just focus on it. It doesn't have to be real to you right now, but meditate on it and think about it and and use that faith resume. Think about God's character and, and what he has done in the past in your life and, and know that that hasn't changed because God doesn't change. So Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, not in your own strength, but in his. Also the song of the week, I would say go listen to I Surrender All and sing with it. It might be ugly, but it's it's good because that's truly, if you feel it like that, then you are surrendering. That's good. The other song is Blessing Offer. And I think I've shared his songs before. And if you've never heard them, I would go to YouTube and, and check them out. They're beautiful. Um, this one's called Brighter Days. Might have shared it before. I don't know. But some of the words are so important. You'll know that he has also felt some of what you feel. All right, so some of the words from the song are, Oh, ashes fall from burning dreams. Never live through times like these. If you're trying hard to breathe in the dark, if your screams don't make a sound, or if your walls are crashing down, and if your heart cries too loud all the time, I know there's going to be some brighter days. I swear that love will find you in your pain. So listen to the whole song and remember that is that is God and he is there with you and he loves you. And as always, keep on coming back to the house, sitting on the couch and keep taking steps, however small, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement or helped you in any way, Share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.